Welcome to track number 22 of Obligations of Christians to Use Means for the Conversion of the Heathen. Only you, only 
Has he won your heart? Or your heart is somewhere else? Wow. If God has won your heart, then the devil is in trouble. Because you, pa, that's, you've been won there, Charlie. How many boys have once thought that a girl was a fool? Raise your hand if you. Why did you think so? Because the way I used to act, the one that I used to do, and she was like, she likes me, she wants me, she wants to be with me. Like, ah. When I literalized that, was she correct? Was she really thinking straight? You see now? You see, when you, when you have won somebody's heart, the person does anything. Who else has had that experience? You too? Yes, Bishop. What did you think? Me, nah, I know that wasn't correct. And my friends were telling the lady that, Charlie, this guy, you know, he's not a correct person, but like, she was always around. And I wasn't also serious with the person. You too? Yes, Bishop. I mean, I remember one time I intentionally just said that we should break up. She cried. Ah, I mean, shadow. I was even surprised. I mean, she just, she just. <laughs> you want her heart, isn't it? You want my heart. Look at Proverbs 23, 26 before you sit down. Proverbs 23, 26 before you sit down. What does it say? My son, give me your heart. Give me your heart. And let thine eyes observe my ways. It's only when you give him your heart that you can begin to see his ways or even his wisdom in how he does things. Because if you haven't given your heart, 
Do you see what I'm saying? If you haven't given your heart, you don't qualify to see and know certain things. So when you give your heart to God, you qualify. Like when I realize your heart is with me, then I start to open up. God has not opened up to you because you've not given him your heart. But if you give him your heart, he will start to open up to you and your eyes will begin to observe his ways. Because when your heart is not with somebody, his ways even seem like bad ways. You see, one of the signs when a child doesn't love the father or the parents, your heart is not turned towards your father. You don't even see his ways, his wisdom, because your heart is not with him. Many children's hearts are not with their fathers or mothers. So they, 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 they don't see the greatness. You know, many years ago, I, I, God showed me, said, you see, this person, what the person has done. And that scene comes from thinking in a particular way. And when your heart is not there, you will never see it. Yeah. He said, my son, give me that heart and let thine eyes observe my ways. Give your heart and then let your eyes look carefully at my ways. You will understand a lot of things. So those whose hearts are not with God, they don't even understand God. They, they kick God out. Oh, God is everyone is God. But when your heart comes to God, you start to see his love, his kind, He's wonderful. It's a good thing to serve the Lord. Even the painful things are good things. When your heart is with God, you start to observe His ways and say, wow. Yes. So God is looking for your heart. He, he, you are the, he, he wants to be the one who has won your heart. I read a book once. I think it was titled, He, he Won My Heart. Or, or I preach a message, He Won My Heart. Something like that. It's, it's important when the person, when you win the person's heart, the person becomes almost like a fool. Like these guys are saying, it's like, I mean, I was just playing, it's like, uh, look at her, she's crying, this, it's like, because you won her heart, and she's like, a, she's like a fool. Huh? <laughs> and you're what? Marborific. That's why you girls, must listen to your shepherd and hear advice. Don't, don't just fall. Like, well, we will give you the command to fall in love. We'll say, okay, now fall. Then immediately you start. To ah, I, I feel it. <laughs> but until then, just stand straight. I'm holding. My, my, my daddy says I should hold on to my heart. I'm holding on. And when we give you the command, fall. Then you just fall and flow. Because you can hold on to your heart. That's why it says, My son, give me your heart. I want everybody here to give your heart to Jesus. I don't mean be born again. I mean like give him your heart that like you would do anything like a fool for him. You do anything like a fool for him. My son, give me your heart. 
Yes. Leave, give me your heart and let thine eyes observe my ways. You see, when you see or start observing, you see that I'm actually very wise and good. But when your heart is not with me, you can't even see my ways. Yes, you don't even understand the ways. Yes. People whose hearts are with me, they like me. They think what I'm doing is good. They think it's, they understand it. They understand when I say something. They understand the flow because their heart is with me. I don't even need much explanation. But when your heart is not with the person, when you give, you say, can, I, can we have a meeting, please? You need to sit down and explain. Then you ask, this person should also speak. This one should also speak. And you show a video. You show an example. Because their hearts are not with you. So you have to do so many things to try to win them. Yes. Hey. My son. My son. My son. My son. Give me your heart. Wow. My daughter. My daughter. My daughter. Give me your heart. Daughters, let me tell you, eh, your heart eh, is for God. Oh. A man will play football with your heart. You realize that third point. And if the guy is wearing spikes, you, you will not be so happy with your heart afterwards. Huh? If he's wearing spikes. Do you want a man to play foot dog with your 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 with your with your heart? Oh. Huh? My daughter. I said my daughter. My daughter. My daughter. My daughter. I didn't hear you. I said my daughter. My daughter. Give me your heart. You see. What God is saying is true. Give me your heart. Oh, nale love. Oh, nale romance. Asomwa duties. Duties in Asomwa it was spikes. Spiky footballer. Oh, nale love. Asomwa childbearing. Boys, my son, my son, my son, give me your heart. Don't give your heart to any woman. Because six relationships. Five of them were low lovers. Many people are picking low lovers. May you get a high lover. May you get a high lover. You see why married people are quiet They will not come and stand and give this testimony But if they give this testimony To go against them So as their relationship They have now Then they will be telling us what it is That five out of the six relationships They had with the girls Were low lovers Yeah And I said that I did most of the work in many marriages, Onake Chalemene Echuniwa, he is doing most of the work. This one is doing little. Yes, you see that the plane which is supposed to be flying on three and four engines one, two, three, four only one on one side is on. So you see that the plane is going like this. Butterflies. Butterflies. Hey! 
for the house to be nice it's one engine that is working because this one should have contributed from this wing and this one should have contributed from this wing two on this side two on this side but it is only one engine on one side out of the four and the flight which was going straight is food four engines should have been working eh? they don't understand what you are saying they don't understand. you see when I'm preaching uh, married people they, they, they want to shout they want to say do you understand what he's saying do, do you know that what he's saying is real for there to be food in the house you'll be surprised one brother said to me, he said, I am a scavenger in my house. In his own house. A scavenger. It's called fend for yourself. Fend for yourself marriage. Operation, feed yourself. Only one engine is working. Sometimes the husband will not buy anything. Not give money. Bishop Saki and I, we used to go to town to buy tomatoes, cartons. We used to go shopping. Hey, hey, what is it? A one acre marriages. That's a marriage when you enter, you will see. It's one engine on one side. The second one is off. And the right wing, all the two are off. You know, I, I see that because I remember watching a flight, be British Airways, it almost crashed. It was going to Asia and there was a volcano, but they didn't know what it was. The engines kept going off. I've been a cockpit before, 747. When you enter, you see the dials. You see big dial round. One, two, three, four. And the pilot told me, KLM. He told me, he said, these are my engines. One, two, the two on this side, three, four. You see the, the fuel and the, how the engine is working. So this engine is good, this engine is good. This As they were going, that particular flight, they were going to Asia. The engine started going off. So they saw that one engine is off. And they said, oh, first engine on the left is off. Then, hey, what is happening? But we can still manage. Then second engine went off. Then third engine went off. So it was only one engine. Then the last one too went off. Yes. So they started to come down. Yes. They started to come down. What happened was there was a volcano far away and the dust from the volcano had entered the engines. So it was turning off the engines. Yes. So when they came down towards the sea, they were going to crash. Then the engines sparked. I think the oxygen, something changed and then it sparked again. Just almost when they were in the water. Yeah. So when you are married and the four engines, you say, oh, right engine off. Right, left engine off. Left engine one off. So it's, it was LR1, right wing, LW1, LW2 off. Yeah. Some people, when they are married, they are having sex. You see that? LW1 off. LW2 off. RW1 off. RW1 on with half fuel. The prayer will be going like this. 
They don't believe it. Sit down. We are talking about obligations of Christians to use means. For the conversion of the heathen. It's an obligation. There are obligations that we Christians have. To talk about Jesus Christ. Continuously. Preach about him. It's your obligation to start with one person. Master the art of preaching to one person. Move from one person to two. Take on a room of three roommates. As a personalized terminator of sin. You are a terminator of evil. You take on one to one. Then after you can take on three people together. Just you and the three of them. You are on a wild campaign. You have your bullets ready. You have your stories ready. You have your scriptures ready. And you are doing what we call time taking. You are taking off your time. I'm not in a hurry. I want to point out to you why your soul is important to you. Because it can die. Yes. You don't need more than 20 minutes. Give me 15 minutes. Give me 10 minutes. Give me 5 minutes. You say 5 minutes, but take 10. Don't ask for too long. Ask for short. And then they don't realize the time is going by. Especially when you start to tell them a story. They don't realize the time is going by. Testimony, I love you. Do you love testimonies? Yes. That's what keeps us alive. Keeps us going. Amen. Is it amazing? Fantastic? The next one. You have to be able to preach about, talk about the great invitation. Wow. God is inviting you to a feast. Amen. All through the Bible, God invites people to feasts. All through the Bible, God invites people to feasts. Amen. You know the story. This is an Akazo story. Said a man made a great supper. Invited many. Amen. Can't you preach about this? Can't you talk? And said so one began to make excuses. Today, maybe you are giving this. You said... You have five O yoke of oxen. You have five IAs coming up. Another one said, I've bought a property. So you talk to them. Tell them. Little things keep people from God. Excuses keep people from God. People's property keeps them from God. So I feel I'm rich. I've got a property. I bought a land. Sister, maybe I know you stay at. Laboni Estates. So you think that 
maybe what I'm saying is not relevant because you are from a higher class. You went to SOS. You didn't go to uh, an ordinary school like uh, Takwa Secondary or Bashiman LA or St. Kizito St. Kizito Preparatory. You went to SOS GIS. See, the story, Luke 14, it says, they all, the ones that have bought a piece of ground. You may not know, but what you own and what you have, it makes you a certain way. I want you to know that. But you may not know, you are unaware. I'm just pointing it out to you. How you are, what you own, the family you come from, the land, the houses, the things you have. It, it, It affects you, your ability to receive God. I just want to point it out to you because, you know, you may think you are special and whatever, but if you are in the Bible, a certain man made a supper, invited, but the guy said, I bought land. Then other words, I've got five you for my business. You are not a businessman, you are a student, you have five IAs, you have three IAs, you have exam, you have this, you have that. Wow. And then another one said, I bought me a wife. I said, I've got me a wife. Wow. Sweet little baby. Maybe as I'm speaking to you, your girlfriend is waiting. She has sent you a WhatsApp that she's waiting. She's ready. She has sent you a WhatsApp. I saw your phone beeping right now. I know she's calling you. But there are many people like you. Just like you are in the Bible already. He said, I've married a wife. I cannot come because of that girl. Tell the person, you are not, it's not the first room I came to. There are many rooms I've been to. I've heard this many times because of a girl, because of a boy. Let me tell you, that girl is nothing. You'll be surprised that you are two. (laughs) Boyfriends, you are two. And you are the second. Uh, And you are the lesser love. Huh? That's God's banquet. This is a story. I mean, can't you talk up? Look, obligations of Christian. Turn to First John chapter one, verse one again. Another said, "No, First John, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes." Which we have looked upon, which we have handled, which we have looked upon, our hands have handled of the word of life. Verse 3. Verse 3. That which we have seen and heard. Jesus told this story. A certain man made a big supper. Okay, so you heard Jesus saying it. So your duty is to go and say the same story. I feel a completely different level of power whenever I start preaching from these things. Oh, oh yeah, when I take these stories anywhere, whether it's in a church, I feel much greater power in my, in what else, whether it's a crusade, whether it's a church, these stories. And I noticed, you know, I learned from Billy Graham, this is what he preaches about. All these things, this is what he's doing is salvation. So salvation preaching. This is, and it's like that's repeating what Jesus said. 
That's so powerful. Don't, don't think it's simple. It's, you see, it's profound. You know, many people don't realize that it is far greater because it is simple. That, that, the, which book is like the Bible? Whose words are like Jesus' words? The whole world. It looks simple. A certain man made a supper. There was a certain man, he had two sons. There was a certain rich man clothed in purple. A certain man said, he wasted my goods. He said this and that. And once and I forgave him, then he forgave them. I mean, for 2,000 years, these words have riveted through the hearts and the minds of those who've heard them. Yes. These are the greatest words. In fact, Apostle Paul, when Regina met him in a vision, he told him, he said, the mistake you have made is to take my words and my letters that I wrote as though they were Jesus' words. He said, the words of Jesus is the main thing. Yes. And that was the first time it occurred to me that Paul was not a savior. He was a very bad man who got saved. And started writing letters according to his salvation and what God had. He's not the same as Jesus or in the same category. These are the greatest words ever spoken. They are so simple and fantastic that you can't believe. And you, but the assumption is that people know that. We have to take them through. One of them said, I have. That's Anakazu. One of them said, I have bought a land. Have you, you see, what do you have? You, you think you are posh. One day I preach a message, you are too nice to go to hell. Too nice to perish. Too nice to perish. Yeah. I bought a land. I got a house. I married a girl. Wow! Wow! I married a beautiful lady. And they said, no. We cannot come. Then the, the master was angry. He said, go out into the streets and the lanes. Bring the sick and the poor. People that you would not expect. That is why today there are people who you don't expect and you don't respect and you don't regard. They are in the house of God. And you see them in the house of God. Yes, you see them in church. You see them in heaven. First shall be last and the last shall be first. Can you say all this is when you go to the room? Yeah. Take your time. You are sitting on the bus. You've got three hours. Take your time. Take your time. Don't be in a hurry. People, people are looking for a very wise person with great words. A wise man is a person who knows the words of Jesus. Amen. Jesus taught, I think it's Matthew 7, he said that whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth, I shall tell you whom he is like. He's like a wise man. That's the wise man, the one who takes these sayings of mine. That is a wise man. If you are looking for somebody who is wise, it's somebody who has taken the sayings of Jesus. And it's applying them. That is wisdom. Thy commandments have made me wise. Wiser than my teachers. Wiser than my enemies. I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. Whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, these my sayings, my sayings, and doeth them. <sighs> that is wisdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you preach about this? Great invitation. God has invited you. 
You can tell about, you can throw me out. That's not a problem. You can, you can, let me just go like that. That you will regret it. That you will regret it. Others who you don't respect will take your place. They will be in heaven. You will be in hell. The house was not full and God said, send out again to the highways. Streets first and lanes, then highways and edges. Let them come in that my house may be filled. Can you preach it? This is the great invitation. So that's one way of preaching it. Called the great invitation. Amen. Are you going to be great invitation preachers? Great invitation preachers. Sing it for me, Ida. Why not? Said to him, 
Well 